Good morning. Here we go. Gavaldi. Today's daf is daf Gimel, page three in the Halakha Masechus Bava Kama. Oh, you're starting. Huh? <coughs> second day, day two of Bava Kama. Says the Gemara. We are four lines from the bottom of Beis Amud Beis. Last word on the line is shame. All right. General overview. It's there's a lot of technical details, but let's just give a, a quick idea. So far in the Masechta, what we've been taught is there's what we'll call an Av, primary source category, and then Tolda, which is secondary or subcategories. Okay. This applies all over our lives. Yeah, always. There's Avas, Toldas. We need to prioritize. And then even within the realms of priority, knowing what's what, right? Knowing uh, how to uh, balance things out. The Gemara had told us that when it comes to the laws of Shabbos, so secondary categories are the same as primary categories. Same ramifications. If I transgress a tolda of Shabbos, a subcategory of a Shabbos prohibition, it's the same consequence as transgressing a av malacha, a primary source, when it comes to Shabbos. When it comes to the laws of Tumah, it's not so. There's a difference between an av hatoma, a source, or a tolda, a subcategory, a secondary tuma. Okay. What we want to know is what about when it comes to damages? Our Mishnah had said there's four primary categories of damage, and we want to know is there a difference between primary damages or subcategory damages as far as my obligation to pay, as far as the transgression? Is there a difference in av and tolda? If Papa had said on Daf Beis, it depends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Is that clear? Because that's really what Daf Beis was. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And now we're trying to clarify, don't just tell me sometimes yes, sometimes no. That's like me answering, which I do at times. When somebody asks me a question, I say, you know, I heard a Gemara somewhere, but I'm not sure where. Right? I, I, I don't recall exactly what Daf, but I remember hearing something about this. But sometimes yes, I don't know. So the Gemara here is going to force us to know what's what. What the Gemara so far has established is that when it comes, the four primary categories are Karen, or we'll call it um, Shar, Bar, Mava, and Heaven. Okay? Ox, Pit, Mava, we're going to translate Bez Hashem, we'll learn what that means today, and Heaven. Okay? Fire. Now, these are primary categories. So he said, when it comes to when it comes to shar, there's a category of shar called keren. Keren is when it gores with a horn. Something falls under the category of keren when it it's done intently. It's there, there's intention over there. It is your property, and it's your responsibility to watch it. That's when something's going to fall into the category of keren. And we said in that in that way, if anything falls under those parameters. The subcategories and primary categories are your same responsibility. Okay? There's no difference between the Nav and the Tolda. Karen, you're obligated on. Now, the Gemara, we're going to have further, by the way, we'll have further clarification of Karen soon. We're going to also explain. I thought you also said abnormal versus normal. No, not yet. No, not yet. We're going to get into that with Shane Varego. Oh, okay? okay, we're going to get into that with Shane Varego. That's, that's Karen. So now what the Gemara is going to do, pick up with Shane, four lines to the bottom of Daf Beis, and say, what about by Shane and Regal? Is the Av and Tolda same? You know, is it the same or is it different? Here we go. Shane Varegel, yeah, Shane Varegel Hechiksiv. Let's go into the Kishkas of Shane and Regal. Where is this referred to in the Torah? The time we learned in the Brisa. V'shilach. So the Pesach says like this. If somebody sends their fire, okay, it sends their damager, and it goes and damages in somebody else's field, you got to pay back from the best of your land. He could he could take payment. So it says v'shilach. You send forth zehar regal. This is referring to the category of regal. Again, literally regal means feet, but we're giving it a, 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 a primary category name. We don't know the definition yet. We know what Karen is again. Intent, your property, your responsibility to watch it. Regal, I don't know yet. Chain, I don't know yet. So here we go. Regal is Vishilach. Vechinu Similarly, it says, Mishalchi Regal. 
when you send forth the foot of Hashar, of the ox, the Hachamar, and the donkey. So you see that when it comes to ox and donkeys, there's damages by feet. Ubier, and then it goes and destroys. Zu Hashem. This is referring to the category of shein damage, tooth damage. There's foot damage and there's tooth damage. How do you know that? That there's something called tooth damage. Similarly, we find kasher yevaer hagolol as the um, that the, uh, the the tooth eats up, destroys hagolol on as the as the tooth eats it up until the end. Okay. Now. What does this mean? Amar Mar, the Tana taught us, Vishilach Zuar Regal, Vichinoim Shakaragoshavachamar. Fine. That was the beginning of the Bryce we just quoted. Time, um, the reason why Regal is considered a category of damaging the Kosa Bachamar and Meshach Regal Shorbachamar, because we find the Pasuk, he sends forth the foot of the axe and the donkey. So you see, it's considered sending forth, it's a, it's a, a damage on the owner's responsibility. Halabachi, but if not for this Pasuk, but my Mukmisla. What would I say? The what would I say the pasuk of Vishilach is referring to? If I wouldn't have had that, it's also that Vishilach is referring to the regal. First says Vishilach, you send forth a damage. Any mention of feet? No. Then it says Mishalche regal. So you see, sending forth means feet. Okay. If not for the second verse of sending feet, what would I think sending means? What type of damage would I think it means? Bemai ukmisla e karen. If it's referring to the damage of a horn. Ksiv, we already gave verses for that on Daf Beis. Ishain, and if it's referring to the category of Shain, okay, Vishilach is referring to uh, damage through teeth, or the category of teeth, also Ksiv, as we're going to see. Yeah? What did it say? It said, Kasher Yavalar Er Hagalol Artumai. So we know Shain is taken care of, and we know Regal is taken care of. So the Gemara wants to know why I need Vishilach. And then it says, Mishal Chiregel Shor What else would it be? Karen is handled. Shane is handled. It's got to be Regal. What do you diverse supporting it? By process of elimination, I'm stuck with Regal. Says the Gemara, Itzrich. No, I need the Pasuk of Mishal Chiregel Shor Bachamar. Why? So good, Daita Chamina. I would have thought to say, E-D-V-E-D Shane, even Ubiyar even Vishilach, I'm sorry. Even Vishilach is referring to the, to the, to Shane. Vaha Mechalya Karna, and I'll say that one type of shame is when it damages. Another type of shame is when it damages completely demolishing whatever it was. Halay Mechalya Karna, but if not for Vishilach, let's say you didn't completely break it down, you didn't completely destroy it, your car, isn't totaled by the axe. It just has a fender bender. I would say that you're not obligated, okay? Um, uh, therefore lets us know that has nothing to do with different situations within Shane, rather it's referring to Regal. Okay? So now here's the question. Let's pause. Let's take, let's take stock. Karen is a damage. <clears throat> That's Dav Beis. Shane is a damage. How do I know? Regel is a damage We had asked Why do I need Mishalchi Regel Maybe it's Shane No She has nothing to do with Shane It's Mishalchi Regel It's Mishalchi Regel The Gemara came up with a logic By saying you know Maybe If it would just say Vishilach I would say There's a type of Shane That if it just does a fender bender, you're fine. And a type of chain that, that uh, completely destroys, maybe that's where you're obligated. When it completely totals the car. But if it was just a fender bender, nah, not obligated. That's what I would have thought. Kamash Shalom, there's no difference. Because the Pasuk's talking about Regal. Ask the Gemara, okay, but now let's deal with Shane. I no longer have a proof that there's a difference between fender benders and car totals. Because the Pasuk's talking about Regal. Huh? Who, Who says there is? Who says there is a difference? Yeah. Okay. So you're asking on the Havamina? Yeah, I'm. I'm maybe. Okay. No, no, no. You're not. You're not missing it. I'll tell you why there might be. Because Vishilach to send forth is it doesn't give off connotations of total damage. Okay. 
It's only afterwards. Kasher Yevayer Hagol Atumai. Atumai means completely destroyed. Okay. What if I damage in a way of shame that is partially destroyed? Not necessarily so. So ask the Gemara of Ahashtadu Kimna Regal. Now that we said Vishilach is referring to damage of Regal, I don't know that Shane is obligated without total destruction. Shane Deloy Mechal Yakarna Menolan. How do I know you're obligated on Shane even if it's not totally destroyed? Because by Shane, the verse only says when there's total destruction. Says the Gemara, you know how we know it? Dumya de Regal. Because we're going to say that the laws of Shane are similar to the laws of Regal. Why? Ma Regal, just like when it comes to the laws of damaging. There's no difference if it completely destroys the object or not. The Torah doesn't say anything. All it says is, Vishilach. Your animal went out and damaged. You sent, it was sent out and damaged. There's no reason to assume there's a difference between partial destruction and complete destruction. Okay. So it goes like this. Here's how it works. Shane, the verse, gives off an expression... You're obligated by total destruction. Regal gives off the expression where you're obligated even by partial destruction. And the Torah puts Shane and Regal together, which teaches me whatever applies by one applies by the other. Hence, I know that even by the destruction, by the damage of Shane, you're obligated for partial de- for when you don't damage it completely. Just a fender bender, we'll call it. Omar Mach. Okay, back to the Brisa that we started out today learning. We said Ubiar it destroys Zua Shane. And similarly it says, When you send a fourth atumai, it destroys until the very end. Taima, the reason why it says, uh, the reason why you're obligated by Shein of Ubiyar, because of Rachman HaKashar Yivar HaGal Atumai. Ubiyar means when it goes all the way until the end, total destruction. If it wouldn't say, what would I say? How would I teach? How would I translate Ubiyar? This really has to do with David's question. How else would I translate Ubiyar? So what would it be referring to? Ikaren, if it's referring to the laws of damage by horn. Ksiv, I already know that. Iregel, and again, damage by horn just means intent, owner, responsibility. Watch. Iregel, ksiv. So again, same question we asked by Regal, we're going to ask by Shane. Why do we need it to say, Kashayavar, Hagol, Atumai? I know it's referring to Shane. Says the Gemara, it's I would have thought that the word ubiar bisteyacher is also referring to a regal type of damage. And what's the difference between? Uh, and, and there's different categories within foot damage. Meaning, maybe we'll say there's a difference between when the animal went on its own and damaged somebody else's field, or when I sent my animal to somebody else's field. Okay? There's a difference between whether a dog bites somebody because it wanted to bite or whether the dog bit somebody because I said sick him. And there's a difference between whether my ox goes and eats in somebody else's field because it wandered out of the pen and got lost. Well, there's a difference between whether my ox went and ate in his field because I sent my ox to the field. What if I left the pen open? Okay, we'll see. So that's going to be that. That might be considered your sending because that's a negligence. Okay. Okay. Kamash It comes along the brisa to tell me that it has to be ubir. Ubir means it's referring to the damages of shane. It's not referring to the damages of regal. Says Gemara. Okay, very good. Well, now that we said ubir is referring to shane, we got a problem because we thought we need verses to teach me you're obligated when it goes. Not only when you send it, but even when it goes by itself, I don't have that pasuk available to teach me I'm obligated. So how do I know actually if my animal were to go out on its own without me sending it and eating in somebody else's field? Maybe it's the animal's fault. Maybe it's not my fault. How do I know that the owner is responsible? Says the Gemara, similar to how he answered by Regal, It's similar to Shane. Just like by Shane, there's no difference whether it went on its own or whether... The owner, uh, the owner sent it. Okay, now this is, by the way, is in, this is a premise. This is an assumption. Now, um, the reason why we're assuming that by Shane there's no difference is because the word in the Torah says, Ubiyar, which means it destroyed, which gives off an implication even on its own. Not that I actually uh, sent it. So just like by Shane, there's no difference. 
Avrega loishna shalcha shluchei loishna azdal meila. So to by regal, there's no difference whether it uh, was sent by itself, whether it went by itself or you sent it. Look, the Rachman of Beshilach loyboyu biar demashma regal demash machine says the Gemara. Why don't we write one without the other? Says the Gemara. Mashma regal duchsev mishalchi regal shor b'chamoru mashma shein duchsev v'shein behemas hashalach bam. So even one pasuk could give off the connotations of both. Answers the Gemara. No, I need a pasuk both by regal and by shein. Ilav kro yisera. If not for the extra pasuk, do you understand the question before I get to the answer? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. It says in the Torah, v'shilach, you send out damages. Hanu v'shilach means regal. Mishalchei regal ashar v'achamar. Shane, we have the same thing. Ubier, kashar yavaer hagalol adumai. Someone is asking a basic question. Before we were asking, it says v'shilach and ubier. What do I need the second verses for? So that, that's been the shock of Atari. Now the Gemara is going to ask the other way. Why doesn't the Torah just give me a pasuk of kashar yavaer hagalol adumai by Shane and don't tell me ubier? Kasher Yavar Agola Tumai tells me Shane with the word beer. Why do I got to say beer Bisteyachin? Now we're asking on the first verse is unnecessary. And the same thing by Regal. Mishal Chei Regal Ashar Bachamar. So why do you got to say Vishilach? Why do you say Vishilach? Why do you got to say Ubir? The second verses themselves tell me everything. Talks about damage. He uses the words Vishilach. He uses the words Ubir. Fire thing. End of story. Okay? Clear? Again, before asking why I need the second verse, now we're saying now the second verse is so clear. What do you need the first verse for? What do you got to put that down for? So answer the Gemara, Ilav Kroyasera, if not for the other psukim, we'll call it Ubir, Havamina Oyha Oyha. I would say, what is it, uh, or, uh, yeah, <clears throat> if not for Ubir, I would say, what does Vishilach mean? Vishilach could mean this or that, meaning, Oy Regal Dezeka Matsui, Oy Shein Dyeshana Lezeka. I would say it's one or the other, meaning, Shane and Regal are two distinct categories. But I wouldn't understand the distinction. So therefore, if it would just say one or without the other, it would say either Regal, which is common. Animals walk around. When an animal walks around, we, as humans, when you see something on the floor, you, we try not to step on it. Animals are fine stepping in it. Okay? What's unique about Shane? <clears throat> is that there's there's uh, yeah there's benefit there's uh, no, uh, pleasure right within within the damage maybe only there you're obligated but just something in a normal way I would know you're obligated therefore it tells me ubir michti let's see says the gemara shkulim yeah shane and regal are equal which means they're pretty much the same even though regal is um, normal regular uh, normal it's a regular way that you go about your day. And Shane is benefit. So Shkulamim Viavo Shneim, and both of them should be learned out. The the high Meinayu Mifkas. Which one are you going to? Uh, which one would you exclude? This is interesting. It says Gemara like this. Now the Gemara is asking another question. Gemara is it like this? Okay, you told me why you have Shane sukkah by Shane and sukkah by Regal. Says the Gemara like this. If the Torah would just say Ubir, the, the your property destroyed, would I assume Shane or would I assume Regal? Would I assume benefit damage or would I assume normal damage? What are you going to say? I don't think you can assume either. Excellent. Says the Gemara, they're equal. They both have important features to them that tell me why you should be obligated when your property damages in that way. So says the Gemara, if I only had one verse, maybe I can learn out both from one verse, because which one would you have the chutzpah to try to exclude? You can't say it's including Shane over Regal, you can't say it's including Regal over Shane. So maybe if I had one verse, I'd be able to, to, to chaperine both. Which... Stickle schwer should be bothering someone. We don't learn two things unless you say it's mom, it's mom is one thing. And, and really in halacha, Shane and Regal go together. 
So the Gemara is asking a very profound question over here. Right? It says, Shkulim heim. They're both equal in, the, in what they bring to the table. The Avoshneim. Let them both be learned out. Which one are you going to exclude from the laws of damages? A beautiful question. Answers the Gemara. Yeah, I, I love this. I, it's a beautiful question because... <laughs> Wait, what's the question exactly? The question is, Shane has a f- unique feature that there's benefit. The animal benefits from the damage. Regal has a unique feature in that it's going about its normal business while, da- while damaging. Right. Now we think maybe, you're, you know, that, okay, you damage in that way. Taka, you you got to be careful. It's on the owner. What, what right would I have to exclude one over the other? And maybe I'd be stuck with both. I, I, this, this question, when I, was, when I was learning this over, Mamish resonated with me because the, I find this is very common in my own personal life. There's times where you feel you, you can't be, you, you can't exclude one over the other. You can't exclude one situation over the other. They both fit the same parameters. And therefore, you know what you end up with? Everything. You end, you end up with everything. What, what else are you going to have? If you have a reason to exclude, you have reason to exclude. Okay. Says Gemara Ishrach. No, we need it. I would have thought to say, I would say that in both these situations, Shane and regular only obligated with the owner did it on purpose. He sent it out. The animal goes by itself. The owner is not going to be obligated. Again, what does Vashilach mean? You sent it out. Ubiyar, though, means that it did it by itself. Therefore, Kamash Mulan. Ubiyar is coming to teach me that even if it goes by itself, you're going to be obligated. Beautiful. Mamish, beautiful. Words, but we're sticking to our guns that Shane and Regal, we wouldn't have one to exclude over the other. So why do I need the Psukim? One's telling me, Technically, according to this, if you want to take it a step deeper, if you're not following with this, it's fine. Both of them could have been written by, by one or the other. Doesn't really make enough, you know, we're, we're, we're putting Ubir by one and Vashilach one. Tell me one's on purpose, one's, one's Mamela, just to like match it up. But that's the, the, the main Avaida is to tell me that, it's, that there's no difference. Okay. Told the Shane Mahi. So now, now I know what's Shane. Yeah, Shane is damage with benefit. Regal is damage in the normal course of events. Told the Shane Mahi. What are secondary categories of Shane? So, says the Gemara, I'll tell you. Shame means tooth, yeah? Animal eats, it benefits. You know what else? It's called a, a tooth damage. If an animal has a terrible back itch, and it goes up against the wall, and it starts rubbing its side or back against the wall, and the wall falls down. That's called a tooth damage. Why? You're not using its teeth? It doesn't matter, because the, psych, the, the psychology, we'll call it, or the, the, the kishkis, of, of what, what does it do with you eat? You, there's a benefit. This animal's doing it in a way where it's benefiting. Benefiting. So it's called shame. That's a subcategory. Or she ruined fruit. Okay. Says Rashi. What do you mean ruined fruit? Tanfa pears dirtied up fruit. You have an animal that's in the mood to play around. It wants to play around. So the animal starts running through a patch. Uh, you know. Uh, um, uh, uh, orchard or whatever it is, and squishing oranges uh, for for pleasure and whatever it is that that would be called that would be called shit. What's unique about shame? There's benefit. It's your property. You're obligated to watch it. And therefore, it is a subcategory. But ask the the Gemara is really making a point here. And the Gemara's point here is, one second, let me ask you a question. If I were to, knowing what we know, is there a difference between the damage of an animal eating a fruit or an animal rolling on the fruit for fun? No. Yeah. Right. So ask the Gemara, why is one called a primary and one called a subcategory? Uh, Same thing. Well, Shane is called teeth, though, but that's the primary. Right, but if we're looking at if we're looking at the definition of shame, and shame just being a word that we use, but you have to get you have to get into it. 
Huh? That's that's goofle why it's a tolda. Because But why would you call that a tolda? You'd call that you'd call that a category of shame. Let me give you an example. The word Orthodox Jew or an Orthodox shul to many people, myself included, is confusing. Right? It's confusing. Why? Because different people will translate Orthodox differently. But if you're telling me what Orthodox means, what does it mean? I don't know. Define it for me. Define modern Orthodox. Try defining it. But once you're able to define something, anything that fits that parameters will be Orthodox. Or will be modern Orthodox. Will be reformed. Will be conservative. But don't just use the word. Because the word has a, has a meaning. You can't... See, people hijack words. You know that the whole world has hijacked words. Moral dilemma. Moral ethics. Ooh, moral what? Who's giving me a message on morality here? Sugar, this nuts. Yeah? You're hijacking words. There's, there's depth to the words. I think that's what the Gemara is asking over here. I think what the Gemara is asking. The Gemara says, once you define shame as being something that you own, you're obligated to watch, and there's pleasure... So then why, what, what's the difference if an animal's rolling on the orange or putting the orange in his mouth? Don't tell me one's a primary, one's a subcategory. The definition, I hear what Rabbi Ravinsky saying, but th- this is going to be my comment. I think this is what the Gemara is asking. Says the Gemara. Ella, rather, I'll tell you something. Says the Gemara, you're right. Tolda, the shame, kishem. Rabbi Ravinsky's right. Meaning, one's a nav, one's a tolda, because one you're using your teeth and one you're not. But guess what? In this area of halacha, it's called the subcategory because you're not using your teeth. Over the mice, the subcategory halachically is the same exact thing as the primary category. And therefore, we're back to square one. How did we start out today? What were we trying to do before we started today's daf? Rav Papa said, sometimes, sometimes, right, shard damage is like, the, the av is like the tolda, sometimes it's not, and we're trying to find when it's not. So Shane for sure is. Secondary categories and primary categories of Shane are the same exact thing. Same thing. So why do they call them different? Huh? Why do they? Because of Rabbi Ravinsky's point. There's, there's the, what we'll call, you know, like mother, like daughter. Like, right. right? So what we'll call it is, this is what you look at. You look at the eating to define everything else. Okay. But everything else is the same Allah. Okay. But you, you need to have that masterpiece to know what, what else is included in it. And what does your papa say that secondary categories are different than primary categories? Maybe that's going by regal. Okay. Says the Gemara, told the regal mahi. What is a secondary category of regal damage? Says the Gemara, Hezeka begufa, when something damages with its body, derechilucha in the normal way of going. Bisa'ara, or it damages with its hair. In the regular way of walking. <laughs> we don't have horses or cows. You know what this is? This yeah. is when you're walking around with your talus. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you start knocking people's coffees off their table and pulling pens and papers <laughs> off. Your talus is stuck in somebody's stand there. The chairs are tipping over. You're walking down the aisle of the shul and next thing you know, there's like... <laughs> They're basically saying we're like cows. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> that would be regal. Uh, listen, I'm just, wa- I, listen, I, I'm just I'm a walking to do psych over here. Next thing I know, there's time to crash to the floor. Right? The animal's walking. It's, you know, it's here. Got caught on to something. Bishlif Shalal. Bishlif Shalal. The, uh, the, call it the saddle on its back. It's anything that it's carrying. The prumbia shavapia, the bit in the mouth. Bezug shavitzavara, the bell around its neck. Listen, when animals walk around, the bell around its neck is going to make noise. There's things that are normally on it. There's no intent to, uh, to, to damage. But it's common. These things are common. Things, things uh, get cut off to things. These are all going to be toldas of rego. It's normal. There's no specific intent. But it's, it's just like expected. Okay. Says the Gemara. My, one second. If these are all the secondary categories... Of regal, that's the same thing. Ma'ishin regal hazeka matzim manachish rosh alacha. Haninami hazeka matzim manachish rosh alacha. Says the Gemara, you're right. Ela told the regal karegal. When Rav Papa said sometimes by damages secondary categories are different than primary categories, it ain't Karen, it ain't it ain't chain, it ain't regal. Ella rather told the regal karegal. 
does Rabba say secondary categories are different than primary categories? I told the bar. It's referring to the damage of a pit. Okay. Before we get to the damage of a pit, and let's, not before we get it, let's explain for a moment. What is the damage of a pit? Do you need to own a pit to be obligated in this damage? No. no. Prove it to you. If I go onto your yard and dig a hole, and a horse walks by and falls into the hole. Who's, who's liable? Who's liable? Me. The guy who dug the hole? Absolutely, even though it's on your property. So by pit, the thing didn't move. The thing that got damaged moved into it. And you don't even need to own it to be liable. Okay? So it's a unique category of damage. It's very Usually you're obligated when your thing damages, when you damage a pit is unique. You could own nothing and you're obligated on damage. And it's, it's stagnant, okay? Says the Gemara, Toto the bar my new. What's a subcategory? What's a secondary thing of bar? So in order for something to be called a pit in halacha, it has to be ten tefachim deep. What we'll call approximately 33 inches or so. Toto the bar my new. Ilim ma'av yud the Toto test. If I'll tell you, if you're going to say that a Toto category of pit is that the, the av is a real 33-inch deep hole, and a tolda is a 15-inch hole. Could it still damage if it's 15 inches deep? Sure. Okay? So, light test, it's not possible. You know why? Because when the turret gets into the damaging of pits, it doesn't give numbers. A pit is a pit. A pit is a pit. Okay? And therefore, there's no difference whether it's tes or yud, whether it's 9 or 10, tvach. Like Asha, Vamisi Alay Amarachmana. says, I'll tell you, it says, Vamisi Alay. Interesting halacha like this. Somebody else's horse falls into your pit that's ten tvachim deep and dies. Here's the halacha. You have to pay for the horse, but you get to keep the dead carcass. There's value to the dead carcass. You could sell it for hides. You could do what you want with it. So it's yours, but you got to pay the owner. For the value that got lost, okay? The, the one that, that damaged the horse, it says, The Kimlu Rabbanon Yud of Damis, the Rabbanon established that a pit that's ten tfachim deep could cause death on, a, on an animal. Tes, but a nine tfach deep, let's say it's less than ten tfachim, so nine or less, uh, uh, the Zikin Avdei will cause damage. Misa Loyavde does not cause damage. Saif Saif. Says the Gemara, okay, so what are we coming out with? Listen to this. We still don't know what a subcategory is. You know why? Again, listen to this. This, is the, this layer by layer, this is delicious. The Gemara says, the Torah never tells me 10 or 9 tfachim. The Torah says, if a pit damages, you're liable. The Rabbanans say, by the way, a pit could kill an animal. A, a 10 pit could kill an animal, 9 tfach or less. Just damages, which means let's say an animal would die in an eight tefach deep pit. You're not liable on the misa. on the misa. You're obligated on the damage, but you wouldn't be liable on the entire horse. But okay. Now, does that mean less than ten is a subcategory? Says the Gemara, no, doesn't. You know why? All this makes it is ten tefach pit is a death pit. A nine tefach pit is a damage pit. They're both sources. They're both primary. 10 is primary for death. 9 is primary for damage. Don't tell me damage is a subcategory of death. It's its own unique place. They're both av. They're both sources. Says the Gemara, you're right. You're right. Rather, Ella, we're not dealing with the size pit. That's not source, secondary, nothing to do with that. Ella, rather, avnoi sakinai. Umasai. <laughs> Was it Rav Cook? One Godel from Eretz Yisrael. I don't know if they still have it. It's famous when you go to Bnei Brak. There's a Coca-Cola factory going in. I don't know if there still is. You know what I'm talking about? It's a big Coca-Cola center. You go to Bnei Brak. Apparently there's an Osem factory. It's an Osem factory. You know, the, the, 
yeah, also they make all the snacks and, and they make uh, they make probably lots of lots of food products. Yeah, soup nuts, whatever stuff that we Schnucks carries some of them. I think it was Rav Cook that whenever he would um, uh, he was driving into Bnei Brak with somebody and they were describing he was the, 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 they were dealing and learning and specifically the message that he was giving over was that wherever a Yid has to go wherever a Yid is he should have thoughts of Tyre have thoughts of Tyre you can always view things through a Tyre lens so they were they, as they were they were mamas going and they were driving into I think it was Bnei Brak there's a big Osim factory. Um, so they said, Rebbe, where's the, uh, what does Osim have to do with anything? He says, Avnoi Sakino Yumasai. Alif Samach Mem. Yeah, there's a, there's a damage of an, uh, an, an uh, wow. when you damage, when you throw a stone off of the top of a roof, or you throw a knife off of a roof, or a package off a roof, and it comes down to damage somebody. So there's a big sign up there. He says, You see, he says, Avnoi Sakino Yumasai. This is mamish the case if somebody were to <laughs> see Kedalim, they just see Tyre and everything. They see Tyre and everything. <laughs> okay. So, um, maybe it was maybe it was a different city. I have to, to go back and find the story. But be a hell of a story, no matter no matter what it is. It says El Masai. We're dealing with a case of where a person had a, a stone, a knife, or a package. That was put in a Rishus Arabim, and it ended up damaging. Hey, dummy, what are the what, what are the cases of here? If somebody put down a knife, a rock, a package in a public domain, and said, "This is not mine. This is Hefker. It's not mine anymore. Not my knife. Not my package." Bein l'rav, bein l'shmul, hainu bar. Everybody's going to agree you're still obligated. Let's say somebody drives by and you break their car. Because you left something sharp in the road. You're obligated. I, it's not my property. It doesn't matter. A pit doesn't need to be your property to be obligated. And this is sitting in one place like a pit. You can't think of a pit in a public property and say, oh, it's not mine. Top of my And if he didn't make it hefker, if it's called the shmol, it's still pit. It's considered your property that damages. And uh, you're obligated either way. Okay. Very nice. You gave me a case of Osem. You gave me a case of Avna Sekinu Masoi. However, even in this case as well, there's no difference between an actual pit or something that you put into a public property. What's the difference if it gets broken because it fell into a pothole or it broke because it, it drove over your knife? The difference. Rather, this case as well says the Gemara cannot be a case where a secondary category is different than a primary. It's the same thing. You're all That's right. Ella tolda de bar ke bar. of papa atolda de mave. So now let's move on to the next category of damage, which we don't know what it means yet. We said there's a category called mave, and we're going to learn shortly what it is. But the secondary category of mave, maybe that's where a papa says. It's different than the primary category. Okay. Says the Gemara, how so? So now we're going to get a little bit of inkling into what Mava is. Without fully defining it. Mainihu. What would be a secondary category of Mava? According to Shmuel, who says Mava is referring to Shane. Shmuel Mava says Mava is the damage of Shane. We're going to see that shortly. Now you could ask. Right, the Gemara is going to ask that. Why would you use two words for the same thing? So then there's no question here. We just said a, a secondary category is shame, the same as primary. So here, that's for sure not what Rav Papa is talking about. And if you're going to follow Rav, who says that Mava refers to human damage where I use my body to go damage, my Abbasimai told us this way. It's not possible to have primary and secondary categories by human damaging. If you're going to tell me, I'll tell you. Maybe there is a difference. If I'm awake and I damage, maybe that's a primary category. You know what a subcategory is going to be? If I'm sleeping, and in my sleep people move around, and I'm sleeping next to somebody, and I, I fall asleep uh, uh, on, a, on a plane, and as I'm sleeping on the plane, my, I, go, you know, I pick up my hand and I whack somebody's glasses off their face and break their glasses. It's a human damage, but maybe that's called that's considered a tolda. 
It's a secondary category. There's no, there's no knowledge. There's no intention over there. So if has that, to be intent. huh? There has to be intent. Maybe you'll, well, you're obligated, but maybe the maybe damaging while you're sleeping would be considered a secondary category. Pachitim Avner told the Yoshein, Vatan is not true. We learned in the Mishnah, Adam Mord Ailam Bein Arbein Yoshein. It's all the same thing. Whether you're up or whether you're up or you're asleep, it doesn't make a difference. You're always obligated. Okay. So what would be a secondary damage of a human? Says the Gemara. I'll tell you. Ella You know, maybe. Or if Papa means like this. Sometimes when you damage secondary categories different than primary categories by a human, you know what? When I there's a difference between whether I damage with my body or I damage with my bodily fluids. Hey what do you mean? Says the Gemara. If you are whatever the circumstances are, you're going and you have to uh, get phlegm out of your mouth and you spit on something and it totally ruins it. Yep. So that's considered kaychei havi. That's considered your direct power. And when something's your direct power, it's the same as when you're doing it with your actual body. It doesn't matter if it's a bodily fluid. When you shoot it out of your mouth, that's the same as your hand damaging. So when I sneeze, and you damage something with the mucus that comes out in your sneeze, yes. you'd be obligated. Correct. And if it, uh, let's say like this, let's wow. say you sneeze, it fall, your, your, um, uh, your mucus falls on the floor and somebody comes by and slips on your mucus mm-hmm. and, uh, and gets hurt. Mm-hmm. That's a pit. Same as a pit. That's called a pit damage. You can mamish. You could be chayav for murder if you have COVID and you sneeze on somebody and they get sick because of you. Unless you say that it's a grumma of something because other things well, can cause it. Because even when you shut it, it's a good point. But the Gemara says this getting into the laws of chayav misa. Mm-hmm. You're right as far as these laws. But by chayav misa, Rabbi Kiva, for example, says I can get everybody off the hook. Why? I could ask the witnesses, how do you know that at the time that the guy stabbed him in the heart, he didn't have a heart attack yeah, a second before. Right. So you can say the same thing here. If a guy dies from COVID because of your sneeze, maybe, maybe, maybe there was a pre-existing condition mm-hmm. that okay. led to it or something else. But, but point from taken. Point taken. From these halachas, you're right. Yeah. Right. It's taka. It's, it's fast. It's a chiddish. Elatolda de mava kimava. Says you're right. Whether you hold mava is shane, whether you hold mava is human, secondary categories are the same as primary categories. of papa atolda deish. And where does her papa say secondary categories might be different than primary? That is by the damage of fire. It's incredible. Isn't it incredible? Hever, we're almost two daf into the Masechta, and we're, we're just focusing on her papa's one statement. We're trying to figure out what he's talking about. It's gewalt. Says the Gemara, told the Deish, Mainihu. What is the secondary category of fire? Ilema, if you're going to say, It's going to be if you put. One second. Let, let's explain fire. How do I damage with fire? Dave, how do you damage with fire? Not careful. And, and what happens? It, it catches something else. Catches Good. Fire. Did I light that thing on fire? No. If I light a bonfire in my backyard, and then it spreads to your backyard and damages, I could say, or can I say, I didn't put it in your backyard. No, no, Can't I'm, do that. It's God's fault. He sent the wind. Back. Right, yeah. God's <laughs> fault. He sent the wind. Now, if there's a unique wind that's beyond the case, that's an inus, it's an accident. But otherwise, if I just should have watched it, and this is, this is how things work, and they move on their own, I'm still responsible. Absolutely. So with that understanding of fire damage, let's get into this. What would be a secondary category? If you put a, a, a stone, a knife, a package on top of a roof, at the edge, brilliant. Wow, what a smart move. I, I, I want to see how long my knife balances on the edge of my roof. And a regular breeze comes, blows it off my roof, and hurts somebody or damages. So what happened here? What's the case? If it damaged while it was moving, that's going to be considered fire damage. So again, if the knife damages on its way off my roof, that's like me lighting a fire and it moving by itself. I, I, put, I did something dangerous. I left the knife at the edge of my roof. That would be called fire damage. Ish. Maishna ish. 
For fire to move, there's another breeze that's included with it. It's still your responsibility. You've got to watch it. So secondary categories are the same as primary categories. Ella rather told the Deish Keish. of Papa, I told the Regal. Says Gemara, what are you talking about? Regal? What are you talking about? Regal ho Kimna told the Regal Regal. I'm not going back there, says the Gemara. We're not going back, Adaf. We already established told of Regal's a Regal. Okay, so we're stuck. Yeah? Rav Papa says there's times where by damaging a secondary category is different than a primary. We said, we went through everything. No. Karen, Shane, right? Shane, Regal, Mave, Hever, we went through everything. What are you talking about? Says the Gemara like this. Says the Gemara, we're going to, let's go back and take, a, take another jab at trying to, to squeeze this statement into Regal. How so? If Papa says, there's an interesting halacha, and that's like this. If my animal damages, I'm responsible. But what happens if my animal damages walking down the path on the road? My animal's walking on the road, normally. Dirt and pebbles get kicked up when you drive a car in the rain. The car in front of you is going to spit up onto your windshield and you're going to have to, right? It's going to be wetter than otherwise. Your animal's walking and the pebbles that it kicks up damages what's going on behind it. So the animal itself is not physically damaging. It's the koach. There's Allah Halamayshim Yisinai that you're going to have to pay half damages for what your animal did. This is when we say there's a secondary category of rego, which is Allah Halamayshim and that's going to have a different Allah usually... You got to pay everything or just regular? Just by regular. Says the Gemara, one second. If this is just a unique outside halacha that's passed down from Meishmein Wadar Sinai, and my car they told of the regal, why call them the told of regal? This is really like its own area of halacha. Says the Gemara, just the Shali Min Aliyah. It's similar to regal in that when the victim can demand payment. And he takes from your real estate for, for payment, he could take from your best real estate the same as regal. Says the Gemara, one second, that's, how, that's why we're calling it regal. Rava actually asked the Shaila about this. This is not so simple what you're saying, that, that, that there's a halacha like this. The boy Rava, Rava asked a question. When you pay chatzinazik tzeres, do you pay from the animal itself or do you pay from... The pro- could you take from the property? Rabbi didn't know the halacha. Says Gemara, okay, Rabbi didn't know the halacha. If Papa knew that the halacha is, you could take from the best property. So he called it regal, even though you're paying chatzin nezek. Amai Carly told regal. According to Rava, where he doesn't know how you pay, what's the connection between half, half damaged pebbles and regal? There's no connection. Or at least there's a chance there's no connection. Says the Paitra B'Shesha by regal, you're not obligated in a public domain. So too over here, a chatzin as is not obligated in a public domain. Okay, so which means that if you're if you you're know on the it, yeah, if you're on the highway and your car kicks up pebbles in the rain and it so cracks somebody's windshield behind you, you're not obligated. That's great because that just happened to me. Mama's not obligated. Mine got cracked. Yours got cracked. And I tried to get the guy's license plate, but I couldn't get it. Okay, he's not obligated la lacha, right? Because because it has the similar halacha as regal. Huh? I'm driving and I throw a... Uh, that's your kayak. That's your kayak. That's not, that's not the chatzinazic service. That's your power. That's, a, that's called human damage. That's not called rock damage. Okay. All right. Here we go. Two dots. Last piece of Gemara for today. Hamava v'ahever. Mava and fire. So we just explained. That we didn't explain mava until now. My mava, what is that? Rava Amar Mava Zeh Adam. It's human damage. Shul Amar Mava Zeh Hashem. Rabbi Ravinsky asked. Rava Amar Mava Zeh Adam. Dechsev Amar Shoyse Amar Shomer Osa Biker Begamayla Al Te Im Tavayu Nivayu. If you're gonna look, you're gonna look. Okay. So Yavayu is when a man looks. That's what we're referring to. So that's mava. Shul Amar Mava Zeh Hashem. Dechsev Eich Nechbasu Esav Nivu Mitzvayna. Esav has been uh, damaged. And uh, all everything that he's hiding has been searched out. Okay, this is referring to the times of Mashiach. May it be today that there's going to be destruction to Esau and the nations of the world. There's nowhere for them to hide. Interesting, right? Isn't that what they're trying to do? They're trying to hide. 
All right. Says Gemara, my mashma. What does Abdul Hashem? Kim Targum Yosef Ichten is Balish Esav is Galmet Shamoi. That uh, it's everything that he's been hiding has been now known. So you see, the, a tooth is hidden behind the lips, but the, eventually the lips got open and the teeth are revealed. Okay. The Rav my time Rav says it's Adam. Why does he agree with Shmuel? Says the Gemara because. Omar Lach will say, Miksiv Nive. It doesn't say Nive. According to Shmuel, that it's referring to Shane, the Pasuk says, Nivu Mitzvainav. He says, This is Mave, not Nive. It's a different word. Shmuel, my time, Lama Karav. Omar Lach, Mikatani Baya. It doesn't say, Imyavayun Bayu. So either way, you don't have the exact word. Says the Gemara, Mikhti, let's see. Each one, the word mave is not nivu and it's not baye, so they're all they're both a little off on the word. So why are they choosing one over the other? Rav my time with Lamar Kishmul. Why doesn't Rav agree with Shmuel that mave is shain? Answer the Gemara: Tanashar v'chol mili deshar, because our Mishnah is only dealing with shar and everything that has to do with an animal. If you look through the categories of our Mishnah, karen, shain, rega, right, mave, hever, <coughs> nothing to do with humans. Shmuel Nami, uh, 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 okay, we'll get there. According to Shmuel, it says Shar. So why does he say it's referring to human? Uh, well, I'm sorry. Um, no, this is your question. According to Shmuel, it says Shar. Shar has Karen, Shane, and Regal, right? right? So we already said Shane. So why is Mava Shane? It's already used. Why would you do it twice? I'm reviewed a ton of Shar, Lakarnai, Umave, Lashinai. Shar is referring to uh, damage, which is the axe, and mava is referring to mamish damage, which is done by the tooth of an animal. So he's going to go back to something that I think some of us, who mentioned this, were bothered by the exact word of, of, uh, of teeth. Okay? Says the Gemara Bachi Kamar, and this is what the Mishnah means. Loiri akeren, she'ena no le'azekai, kri ha'she'en she'ena le'azekai. What the Tana of Ramish is telling us is that don't think there's a connection between, according to Shita Shmuel, again, that Mava is Shane, the, the Tana is coming to teach us that Karen has no Hana as opposed to Shane, which has Hana, and therefore the Torah writes that if, therefore, if the Torah would only write that I'm obligated by Karen, I would not have known anything about Shane. Because Shane has a very unique characteristic. And therefore, I need a pasuk to tell me that Shane is going to be obligated as well. Okay, Veloy, let, let me just finish this, this logic. And I wouldn't have been only able to write Shane, because by Shane, there's no intent to damage. Oh, what does the animal want to do? Eat. Scratch its back and eat. That's all it wants to do. And therefore, Shmuel says the Mishnah has to divide it and make two separate categories because of the unique, uh, because of the unique distinctions. Now the Gemara is going to go, we'll hold it here, but the Gemara is going to go and ask, well, I understand there's unique characteristics, but guess what? We spent the last two daf explaining why everything has a unique characteristic, so why would Shmuel feel the need to separate daf Shane from Karen as opposed to everything else? We'll hold it here for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. This week, daf let's talk about it. Huh? After... After minion? Certainly after Minion. The question is whether to do it even later. I'm happy to do it what's, right after Minion. What's best for your family? Do, uh, I'll do it right away. Let's do it right away. What time is that? 5.30. 5.30. Minion Kamara was like 4.45 or so. I'll probably do 5.30. Any yeah? earlier would, might be a little bit of Okay. Okay. Let's aim for 5.30 Doc this week. I'm going to ask your Robinson and... Uh,